Welcome back to the Patriot Cause. This is Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, Gunnery Sergeant Retired. Got a big show and a very controversial subject. Hopefully, by the time this podcast is over, you get an idea of what the truth is. Going to discuss only one color that matters in the Marine Corps, and that is green. Are we all racist? And last but not least, the Bonehead Award, lead follow or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. In 1974, I was pitching a baseball game in the state of Louisiana. I was 11 years old. During this baseball game, I got ready to throw the next pitch, and I noticed that the umpire had stopped the game, waved his hand, and he took his mask off. And at about that same time, the catcher had stood up, and then the crowd behind them had stood up. And I'm looking at the umpire going, no idea what's going on. He said, well, turn around. So I turned around, and as I turned around, I was looking behind the baseball field, and there was a big fire that was going on behind the baseball field. And that fire was produced because a group of individuals was burning a cross at someone's house. Now... I didn't understand what was going on because I was just a kid. I was doing things that kids do, playing baseball and having a good time. And after the ball game, when I asked my parents and the people there what was going on and why that happened, they explained to me why a individual group would do what they're doing. And it's based upon hate and racism. This was the KKK trying to oust a family, specifically a black family, from the neighborhood. And it made a big impact on my life. And I did not understand that. And then January of 1982, I joined the Marine Corps. And when I joined the Marine Corps, I went there and realized a whole lot that was not taught to me as an individual in school compared to the history of what was going on. And I take that with a very sentimental feeling and it lives with me today. But what I do know is what the truth is. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. What is the truth? Because in the Marine Corps, what I learned was there was only one color that matters. And that color is green. You go to boot camp, when you get there, you go through the process, they cut your hair and get you ready to get trained and so forth. And not one single time did a drill instructor or anybody 
in that facility ever say any racist comments whatsoever because they knew, number one, we were human beings, and number two, we were going to be Marines. And by the time we left there, we were going to understand what was important as we became Marines. And what is important is we were all Marines. It didn't matter what color, what background, rich, poor, irrelevant. Because we were all Marines. And we always have this saying that we, quote, bleed green. So if you cut into a Marine, it's going to be bleeding green because the skin color is absolutely irrelevant. So with that said, question I got for us today are, are we all racist? Is every human being on the planet racist? And if we are, why are we racist and what do we do about it? What can we as human beings do to fight what they would call racism in our country and around the world? With that, I want to mention an article that I found on a Marine Corps official website. The Training and Education Command of the Marine Corps is responsible for training all Marines, for getting us ready for combat and preparing us for war and preparing us to be a team of individuals that works together to accomplish the mission. And the Training Command is very good at what they do. And they don't tolerate whatsoever any diversity in the Marine Corps because it will cause the mission to be jeopardized when there's any type of diversity. So the title of this article is called Only One Color Matters to the Corps, Green, by Lance Corporal Catherine Kelleher, February 11th of 2010. And I don't want to go through the whole article. You can go and read it, look in the show notes, and you can link to the Training Command article. But she does say at the very end of the article, which I think is very important when we talk about what the Corps means. And she says, I'm happy to serve in the Corps where ethnicity and race are not an issue and I can proudly serve next to all my brothers and sisters in arms. Which leads us back to the question, are we all racist? And the article I'm going to present to you today is from the Psychology Today magazine. And these are supposedly the professionals of this world as it relates to how people think, act, and the professionalism of psychology. And the article says, we all are a bit racist. Implicit bias makes a just society difficult to achieve. Sounds great. Great words. Understand that. However, listen to this. The Harvard Implicit Bias Test demonstrates that most Americans, regardless of their age, gender, educational background, economic level, and religion, are biased against black Americans and in favor of white Americans. And this means that the way people subconsciously perceive reality is based against millions of Americans. It may be unintentional, but we're all a little bit racist. Now, there is some truth to what they're specifically talking about. All Americans are racist, but it depends on what glasses 
that you're wearing and what foundation when you make that determination. And in this world, everybody wants to use the professionals and what they have to say to make up their mind when it concerns what they feel in their heart. And I just absolutely do not believe that people in general want to be racist. We don't have the intention to want to be racist, but there is something that drives every human being to be racist. And it's real simple. It's our belief in who we are, where we come from, and specifically where we're going to go. Dictionary.com gives us the definition of racism as a belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human racial groups determine culture or individual achievement, usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others or that a particular race group is inferior to others. Dr. Martin Luther King hits it on a nail. He says, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. That's the truth. Content of character. Who you are is more important than what you are, what status you hold, what group you're with. And as long as the world and this country is going to separate us in groups, we will never, ever solve racism in this country or in the world. So if you believe in the truth, then racism should break your heart. And if it doesn't, then we have to ask ourselves why. This is one of the most distressing topics that ever been spoke of, and it should be painful to me and to you. Racism brings more racism, anger, hurt, pain, brokenness, and death. Racism is not only a black issue. It's everyone's issue. And if it's current, not your issue, then I encourage you to make it your issue. Why should someone be bothered by this? Why should someone laminate over this? Love fights for others. Love pursues the burden of other people in prayer and love fights to understand even the difficult. So if you have character in your heart, you can understand love is the only way we can eliminate what is called racism. However, it's very important to understand where did this start? Where did racism begin? In the Bible, Genesis 1 verse 27 teaches us that God created man in his own image. All humans should be treated equally with proper respect and honor. Racism is a direct attack on the image of God by falling people, failing to acknowledge the image of God in the person of another race. That is the truth. The fall of man from God is what created racism. So when you say, well, this country's only been racist since the beginning of when the country was started, human beings have been racist from the very time that they left God and fail to an evil world. That's how simple this is. So if Adam and Eve failed from 
the grace of God, then there's no hope for the world. And racism will always be here forever and ever. But I'm here to tell you, that is also not true. Because there was the perfect individual that came here to show us and to tell us the two commandments that are more important than anything in the history of the world. And he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commands. Depend all the law and all the prophets. Until this world understands completely those two commands, racism will never, ever be eradicated in this world. And Jesus Christ is perfect in all eyes. And he tells us how we can become better in our character in our heart with two very simple commands to love your God and to love each other as yourself. With that said, I'm going to bring you into the bonehead of today. And it's very important for us to understand that human beings can never, ever, ever solve this problem. Now, there's experts all over the world that's going to tell us how to do that. And this particular lady is an example of a person that thinks she knows how to solve it. But I'm telling you, real simple, she is an absolute bonehead. You say that all whites are racist. Can you ex expound on that, please? Any, any white person who was born, raised, and schooled in the United States of America, if you aren't a racist, you're a miracle. Either that or you decided to educate yourself. Because education in this country is about white is right, brown's all right, black's got to stand back. Yellow's mellow, but whites, we, we educate in a way that says that white males have done all the adventures, have made all the adventures, have done all the discovering, have made all, and everything that is good and has been accomplished has been accomplished according to social studies, which is actually anti-social studies, by white males. It's a lie. But we do that in order to maintain the myth of white superiority. The myth of race has to be maintained at all costs in this country. Because if white people have to give up the color of their skin as being something that makes them perfect, what do they have left? If we start teaching the truth about history, if we start teaching about Nile Valley contributions to civilization, it will totally change the way we conduct ourselves in the classroom. It will have to. Columbus didn't discover America. You can't discover a place where people are already living. But we celebrate that every October. It's a lie. We need to get over, we, we need to stop telling the myths and start telling the truth. So she is saying that we need to tell the truth. Guess what? We have been telling the truth. Benjamin Banneker, astronomer, clockmaker, publisher, 1731 to 1806, was able to make the calculations to predict solar and lunar eclipse. Nobert. Relox, inventor and engineer, 1806 to 1894, most noted for inventing the multiple effect evaporator, an energy efficient means of evaporating water. Frederick Douglass, abolitionist, abolitionist, editor, orator, author, statesman, reformer, 1818 to 1895 among the most prominent and influential African-American lecturers 
and authors in history. And finally, George Washington Buckner, physician and diplomat, 1885 to 1943, the first African-American to serve as a diplomatic minister to a foreign country. I can go on and on and on. White people are not the only ones that have created and developed the society called America. America is Americans, and it's got nothing to do with your race. And finally, part two of this bonehead is going to absolutely blow your mind. So when you tell people that they're racist, and it, it must have some kind of effect because most people will say, I'm not racist. I'm not a racist. Why, some of my best friends are black. Right. Yeah, and then you say, name one. <laughs> or this one, I don't see color. And when some woman says to me, I don't see color, I say, I knew that if you saw color, you wouldn't dye your hair that way. Or I say, if you, didn't, if you saw color, you wouldn't wear that shirt with those pants. I believe that you don't see color. It's an attempt to deny skin color. And it's attempt, an attempt to deny what's wrong with seeing the color of my skin. Is it all right for you to see me kind of pink? That's okay for me. I don't mind. I, and I suspect that you don't mind being seen the color you are. You have a right to be what you are. And until people in this country and people in this world get it into their heads that the first modern human beings that evolved on this earth were black women. They evolved in sub-Saharan Africa about 280,000 years ago. So not only does this person understand what the truth is, she's making it all up. Society and the world came from black women in Africa. Just tells you her character and what she believes in. And needless to say, it's sad that an individual that can reach so many people and have a voice can speak this absolute lies to the world. Because we all know that the world, number one, was not created by a bunch of black women in Africa. Bonehead to the max. And finally, what I would like to do is end this in a good way to understand how we can fix this problem. And one of my greatest actors that I really love and watched many times is Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman was interviewed by Mike Wallace, and he explains in detail how we can solve this problem to a certain extent, can never solve it, but can actually get people to think about what they're saying when it comes to racism in this country and around the world. Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> well, 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 come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month not, is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no, no. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. 
How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. Patriots, that's the truth. In a nutshell, that is the truth. So if somebody says racial comments and wants to be a racist, here's how simple it is. You quote what Jesus Christ told us when it comes to the commandments. Love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbors as yourself. That is how you stop a racist. You don't use any other way, any other excuse, any kind of history. Doesn't matter. You got to let people know that you love them. And the best way to get them to stop being a racist is to say you are a human being. And you were produced by a God. And you have the ability to stop being a racist by loving yourself and loving your neighbors as yourself. That's how simple it is. Please share the podcast. I thank you all for listening. And it's real simple. You got to stand up. You got to show up. And you got to speak up. This is the Gunny out.